This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. So Facebook's troubles continue with a lot of bombshells coming out this week in the New York Times which, among a few things, reveals that, you know, putting aside the mining data, the hate speech, the foreign interference like the Russians, um, we get news that the social media giant, which has 2.2 billion users, does stuff like plants stories with content that exploits a certain viewpoint, and yet you get zero transparency. So (laughs) try to square that peg, because this is the company now claiming that it's going to fight fake news, And yet, Zuckerberg has admitted it creates its own. Uh Uh-huh. And this is a company that wields enormous power, enormous influence. And I think what has become very, very clear is that this social media giant and others like Twitter and all, they're revealing themselves that they play by the rules of their own making. And they've decided how it's all going to work. And clearly it is failing. Let's bring in Adam Oldfield to this conversation to, uh, you know, what is the solution? Adam, uh, Facebook has had a lot of negative headlines, but I think what's becoming clear is that social media, including Facebook, you know, they play by the rules, but it's the rules that they make for themselves. And it's failing. Yeah, that what they're doing is they're, they've set a precedence of how it should operate. Then they go down the line of telling people that they're doing things in, in, in order of which uh, are, are, I would say, uh, uh, regulatory accepted, yet there is no regulatory acceptance. And by the way, it's not even just this last year. I mean, this has been going on since 2007. No. This is just manifested to the point where now they've got so big, when you've got 2 billion people that are involved or active on your network mm-hmm. and, uh, and and it's a combination of legitimate people that are on there and you've got a 1.6 billion fake users mm-hmm. i mean we're talking massive numbers of of, of unprecedented amounts and all of a sudden you're hearing and, and now it's starting to come out when you get this big it starts to become quite clear that facebook seems to think that it can run its own show, play by its own rules, and let everybody know it's okay. We know what we're doing. Just trust us. Right. I think that's not true. Well, it's not. And then you've got Zuckerberg out there this week saying, well, look, I mean, I can't know what's all going on in my company at all times. I mean, it's just too big. And yet we find out, you know, not just that data mining's out of control, hate speech is out of control, foreign interference they can't control. And then, you know, they plant their own stories. Um, and content that exploits a certain view. And so it's very clear that the social media that claims it's going to be, you know, stamping out the fake news, they're part of the problem. They can't fix the problems they've created. Well, they did. They created a monster. But just going back to a moment about Zuckerberg and his claim of, I can't be aware of everything, it's too big for me to know, I just want it to be uh, on record, and it's a fact. He is acting as CEO and 
as chairman of his own company. That's really a conflict of interest. And I think that's something for, uh, you know, uh, not to get into the depth of how the whole board and directors and all that, what's that mean? It means that Zuckerberg needs to make a decision and he needs to get off one of those decisions. And if he's going to be a chairman, I'm sorry, he is accountable. He needs to be a put, uh, uh, accountable for the company of which he sits and is uh, responsible for and the decisions are going on. From, you know, in June, I think it was 14 million privacy issues of, yeah. oh, oops, we had a bug in the system where people's private information was being shared. Um, and then recently, as we know about the election steering, uh, all the way from the hate advertising that's going on. How is it? These are not small issues. These are not like, hey, um, my messenger isn't working and I can't attach yeah. a document. That's that's too small. But what we're referring to is something so big. And yes, Mark, you are accountable. If you're going to take the responsibility of two positions in the company, you need to step up and start acting for it. So I, I really think there's some great suggestions out there. Here's the challenge, though, Alex, is that we have, Facebook keeps trying to make people feel good about what they're doing. They're out there going, don't worry, we've got new things coming out. You know, as we announced, there's the dating uh, yeah. app that was coming out, and now they've got the virtual reality. So I, I like to think that they're doing the old the illusion mag magician thing, yeah. where it's uh, we're kind of like, look over here, look at the shiny objects. And they kind of hope no one's going to pay attention to the fact that, uh, you know, they, they've got a real issue internally and they haven't fixed it yet right so, but 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 uh, stop I you there i mean the governments haven't done anything either so they've allowed this foreign you know this wild west to create itself on this on the web um and it seems that the politicians are okay with it because it can really work to their advantage there's no real hunger to say okay just like tv and radio you guys have to follow the rules too so they get to do whatever they want and you know they are creating massive amounts of just Essentially, I think they're undermining democracy at this point. Well, they are, and they're steering it. If, if anything, they're controlling it. I've always made a comment that if Stalin was alive today, he'd be in his glory knowing <laughs> Facebook existed. Well, look at Putin. I he mean, loves it. <laughs> I mean, he, he would be in, he would be Zuckerberg's best friend. But I think going to your to to the point you're stating is exactly that. Here again, I, I kind of bring it to a. If we're going to create a law that's going to involve an environment, and really it is, Facebook is a Goliath environment. If we really wanted to compare it to something else in respects to, hey, well, Facebook is just like, you know, what, MySpace? Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it really is its own forum. And to put a ruling or a guideline on that, here's the challenge with that, going to your comment of why isn't government doing this, this is too big, and we need to address this. My thought is that if they applied a regula regulatory law, mm -hmm. it would hinder the development of new opportunities. That, that I get, because I'm not one for regulation, but know. clearly, you know, we have such an issue with fake news, and we've got the governments talking about working with social media companies like Facebook to stamp out fake news, but it's not going to work. It's not going to no, work. It, it, it's it's not going to work, and, and I think coming up with the right answer right now, I, I mean, is, is a challenge. I, I caution government trusting they can make it work. I think, you know what, there's a bit of a balance between a government and a regulatory solution internally for, like, you know, I, I think a recommendation I heard was that Ombudsman was going to be recommended that would be accountable for Facebook outside of its own operation, and that would then have to answer to government bodies. That might be a solution. It would allow for smaller innovation of uh, the new Facebooks 
to emerge without having a lot of red tape around it yeah. and rules that won't allow it to be able to grow and do what it needs to do. I can only imagine that, you know, what Facebook has been able to accomplish in 17 years or 16 years it's existed is really phenomenal. And it's not going to happen easily for anyone else. So put a ruling in place. It's going to limit that. But further, where does Facebook go from here? I think we, I hate to say this, do we weather it out? Facebook's got a serious problem. It did $40 billion last year. In the last couple months, we've seen that the advertisers are nervous about using Facebook. However, they continue to do it because it works. But I think there's going to be a lot of backlash. It needs to reinvent itself, and it needs to build the trust of the future generation using it. Agree, sir, and I have to go. And I hate Facebook, but I have to go. (laughs) Thanks, Alex. That is Adam Oldfield. I do. I really do hate Facebook. And people say, why aren't you on Facebook anymore? Because I hate it. I hate what it's become. I hate the noise. I hate that I don't trust anything I read. I hate everything about Facebook. No? There's the swamp that needs draining. That is. is, And Twitter. I'm I'm nearing my end with Twitter because I got to be honest. It's just become so toxic. When each of your days is just filled with, like, yelling, I just can't deal with it anymore. And it's such a, a, a decent, like it's, you have to tune in, if, especially if you're in the media, because the news moves so fast on it. But it's just like, I can't even say, have a great day without getting someone screaming at me. Of course you want everyone to have a great day. You probably want people to die. No, I just said, have a great day. Oh, sure. And you love Donald Trump. No, I never said that. But you probably do. It doesn't matter. You, you know just... who else said, have a great day? Stalin. Yeah, <laughs> it's true, eh? So true. Ugh. Facebook. You're on point. I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.